0: Here we go! You're listening to Law and Gospel on this Tuesday, Rumination Tuesday, October the 31st, in the year of our Lord, 2023. And because we're at the end of October into November, this Sunday will be All Saints Day. And so the hymn we're going to be taking a look at for All Saints Day is for all the saints and here we can listen to it right now. First two verses of a six verse hymn, for all the saints who from their labors rest, written by William Walsham Howe, H-O-W. He lived from 1823 to 1897. He was ever mindful of the communion of saints on earth. In fact, his colleague, William Boyd Carpenter, Bishop of Ripon, wrote, He felt the fervor of Catholic life, the great host of God's serving, struggling, martyred, yet triumphant children passed before his view. He saw the glorious procession of the sons of God as they swept through the open gates of paradise. He heard their victorious songs of praise. The alleluias of the redeemed rang in his ears and passed into music in his noble hymn for all saints' day. This noble hymn, by the way, was written while Howe was rector at Whittington, a farming village on the border between England and Wales. It became popular even within his own lifetime and remains the most widely known hymn from his pen. Yes, for all the saints. How do you like this hymn, Pastor Mark Smith? I love it. It's a beautiful hymn.
1: I use it uh, not just on All Saints Day, but uh, other times of the year as well. It's 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 a beautiful hymn.
0: Yes, it's under in this hymnal, the Church Triumphant. What does that mean? Yeah, the, the Church Triumphant is,
1: is the Church of of Heaven, really, of yes. all the saints that have gone before us.
0: Right. What do we call the Church on Earth? The Church
1: Militant. Excellent. Is, we're still we're still fighting uh, the old
0: evil foe. Yes. This has got a a great tune by Ralph Vaughan Williams. He died in 1958. And so it's another hymn that has a whole bunch of Bible verses attached to it. So without further ado, would you do stanza one? Okay. For all the saints who from their labors
1: rest, who thee by faith before the world confessed, thy name, O Jesus, be forever blessed.
0: Alleluia, alleluia. Yes. So what is it talking about their labors? Well, uh, the, the labors... Uh,
1: contending against the devil, contending against the world, and contending against our own sinful flesh.
0: Yes. And remember, when Adam and Eve fell into sin, one of the curse was they would have to labor. That's right. Boy, it must have been great in the garden without laboring.
1: Yeah, prior to their fall, of course, uh, taking care of the garden of Eden was a was a pure pleasure. But yes. uh, after the fall, of course, uh, uh God told Adam y- you, in the sweat of your brow you'll be working. And it'll be it'll be difficult. The weeds and thistles will get to you a lot. And of course uh with uh with Eve she would uh, bear, bear children in pain.
0: Yes. Notice it begins for all but saints okay what what's a saint we are all saints
1: who believe in jesus christ we're, yes. we're, we're saints by grace through faith in him it's not just that uh, we don't have to be canonized by the church or anything like that if you believe in jesus christ uh... god looks at you as a saint and and this is evident even even when uh... paul talks uh, when in luke when he talks about the book of acts and through paul's epistles He refers to fellow believers as saints.
0: Yes. Now, it says, who thee by faith before the world confess. But do all Christians confess Jesus at any time?
1: Yes. In fact, we are all witnesses. Jesus tells us that you shall be my witnesses. We're not all pastors. We're not all teachers. We're not all evangelists, but Jesus says, you shall be my witnesses. We are all witnesses
0: of him. How can we tell that a person confesses Jesus?
1: Well, uh, if they c- confess him by word as well as by deed in their life. Um, they, they confess his name uh, before others and share the, the good gospel of Jesus Christ and how he saved us and uh, also uh, living, living our life according to his commandments.
0: Um, well, for example, in, the, in a worship service, what do we begin with? Uh, the invocation. And then opening we hymn. then what do we do?
1: Uh, we confess our sins. Ah, you just said it right we confess our sins and receive his uh forgiveness his absolution
0: but in the confession of our sins do we not also confess jesus as our lord
1: yes absolutely i'm trying to think i'm trying to think of the the words we use always as we confess our sins how does it go get me started tom
0: oh get you started yes <laughs> yes uh the the whole This is in almost all the liturgy parts, too, of the hymnal. Um, We have four liturgies in, well, actually we have five liturgies in our hymn. But we begin, most merciful God, we confess that we are by by nature nature, sinful, sinful and unclean. Unclean, right. We have sinned against, against you, you in thought, word, and deed, by what, by, what we we have, have done. by
1: what we have done and by what we have left undone. Right. We have not loved you with our whole heart.
0: We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. And then, we justly deserve your present and eternal punishment. That is right. But then comes the confession of the gospel. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Right. And then when we as pastors hear that, we say, as a called and ordained servant of Christ, and by his authority. And by the way, when I say that, Mark, I always point my finger to the ceiling. Aha. Uh-huh. I, the theref- I therefore forgive you all your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And I do the sign of the cross when I say of the Son. Right. So that's where every Christian vocalizes their confession, let alone being at home, teaching their children the Bible, the catechism, etc. Thee by faith before the world confessed, Who, thy name, O Jesus, be forever blessed. All right, I'll do stanza two. Thou wast their rock, their fortress, and their might. Thou lawyered their captain in the well-fought fight. Thou in the darkness drear their one true light. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. Now, here we have a metaphor of darkness and light. What's that talking about?
1: Uh, thou in the darkness drear, uh, when when things are difficult, like uh, well, like today, of course. Uh, somebody said on the news last night, the world appears to be on fire with all the unrest over in the uh, the Middle East, and even uh, even in our own country and in the the, the nations of Europe, you've got these. Uh, these protests going on in our own country on its college campuses, uh, difficulties in our society like uh, inflation and and the like, in the darkness drear, Jesus is still our one true light. But, you know, I'll, Tom, if I also may look at that first, first line of that second stanza, isn't this an appropriate hymn? Uh, to sing on All Saints Day, right after right after Reformation, when we talked about God as our refuge and strength, the very present help in trouble, and now in that second stanza, Thou wast their rock, their fortress, and their might; Thou not Lord, th- their captain in the well fought fight. Jesus is our captain. He's not only that; He's the uh, He's the, uh, the 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 Lord of the heavenly hosts. He's the He's the Supreme Commander of all the all the heavenly angels,
0: except there's a big difference at the Reformation. We sang that he is our rock fortress and might, a mighty fortress right. right. here we sing he was our rock fortress and might. It's talking there about the saints
1: that have already gone before us, uh yes. Uh, that he was he was their great help and aid in their day of trouble in the day of darkness
0: i never thought about that but we don't really need a rock fortress and might in heaven no because we're going to be like jesus yeah and he That's, is
1: going to be our light you know it says about heaven there's no need for sun or uh, or moon or anything like that because the lamb is our light
0: brighton pointed out though in his commentary that doesn't mean there is no sun in fact i talked about that yesterday where louise and i are driving early in the morning when the sun is coming up to go to a church Mm -hmm. and the sun can be fully up on the horizon it's big it's yellow but you can look right at it because it's not shining brightly. It's not heating or anything like that. And that's how I imagine the sun in heaven is like.
1: I'll have to check that out in Brightness commentary. I don't remember that. He, he makes the point that there, the, the sun could still be in, in existence oh, sure. even in, in heaven. Okay, well, yeah.
0: Remember, it's a denial of the sun giving blazing heat and putting us in problems.
1: Okay, okay, I'll take a look at that. Brighton was a wonderful, that was a wonderful commentary oh, he wrote on Revelation.
0: tremendous, Professor. All righty, stanza three, please.
1: O oh, may thy soldiers, faithful, true, and bold, fight as the saints who nobly fought of old, and win with them the victor's crown of gold. Alleluia, alleluia.
0: So now we switch from the saints in heaven to the soldiers on earth. Right. And fight as the saints who nobly fought of old. You already mentioned how we fight against the devil, the world, and our flesh. And that is a fight where we are joined by the Holy Spirit. Is that not true? That is true, absolutely. And then, Win with them the victor's crown of gold. I I like talking about we're in an Olympic race, but we come in last. But when the crowns are given out, we end up getting the crown of gold from Jesus who won the race. Yeah. Be
1: thou faithful unto death, and I will give unto thee the crown of,
0: of life. Very good. Now, what's interesting in this hymn, I made a mistake. I said there were only six stanzas. There's actually eight. Right. But the first three have a tune, and then the next three are on a different page with a slightly different variation of the tune. And so if you want to read stanza four. Okay. Oh Blessed Communion fellowship divine.
1: We feebly struggle, they in glory shine. Yet all are one in thee, for all are thine. Alleluia,
0: alleluia. Now, what do we know or what do we practice that shows that the, they and us are in the same communion? Well, right before
1: we take communion. I think it's is which preface is it where we say uh, uh, with all the saints? How does it go? It goes uh,
0: angels,
1: angels and, and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we yes, laud well said. and and praise Thy glorious name. So we know uh, if you want to be with your loved one that's gone before you into heaven, there's probably no better place than at the altar rail for holy communion.
0: Well said. That's exactly a big, big point of the Lord's Supper. And it's a blessed communion, fellowship divine. And the difference is we're still struggling, but they in glory shine. Right. That's, they're the ch- church triumphant. We're the church militant. That's really an important point. We're both church. Right. And so when we go to church, that will occur also in heaven because that's the kingdom of God, and it's triumphant. All right, I'll read five. And when the fight is fierce, the warfare long, steals on the ear the distant triumph song, and hearts are brave again, and arms are strong, Alleluia, Alleluia. What's this? Distant triumph song.
1: Well, it says steals on the ear. The distant triumph song. Uh, Tom, I always use to explain that. I always use that. You know, you take an old Western movie where uh, the settlers are are surrounded by uh, uh, Native Americans, Indians. They're surrounded, or or outlaws, whatever the case may be. And uh, just when it looks the worst, it looks like they're all, they're all going to be slaughtered. In the distance, you hear the bugle of the uh, of cavalry arriving on the scene. And uh, that's kind of what we hear uh, when, when the f- fight is fierce, the warfare long. Suddenly on the ear, the distant triumph song, we know that Christ, you know, he has promised. That uh, no matter how bad it gets toward the end of time, you know, talks about that little season when Satan will be unleashed for a little season. And no, yet, no matter how bad it gets toward the end of time, uh, before he comes, not one of his elect will
0: be lost. Well, well said. Well said. Because steals on the ear the distant triumph song. That's the song of eternal life in heaven. Isn't that a song that you share with shut-ins who are near their deathbed? Certainly. Yes, absolutely. Yes. You're reminding them of of heaven itself.
1: In fact, this is a hymn. You know, I can imagine us singing this hymn as we walk through those uh, pearly gates of heaven.
0: Yep. In in fact, the Old Testament lesson for this week is, is replaced by revelation for All Saints Day and gives a description of what it's going to be like in heaven without sickness, without injury, without death, etc. And so this is a great Sunday for this hymn. Yeah, so that
1: revelation passage is going to replace the Old Testament reading this Sunday, is that right?
0: Just like last week, Uh the revelation passage replaced the old testament for reformation
1: that's right absolutely
0: okay number six please
1: the golden evening brightens in the west soon soon to faithful warriors cometh rest sweet is the calm of paradise the blessed alleluia alleluia
0: now why doesn't it say that the golden evening brightens in the east in the west, but why doesn't does, say east? Oh,
1: why doesn't it say east? Uh, good question. <laughs> well, you take a of, look again. Well, I'll, tell you what, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I tell you what I think it is. Uh, the sun sets in the west, and that's it's talking here about our 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 falling asleep in Jesus in this world. And the next stanza is going to take, talk about a, a yet more glorious day on the, the resurrection, the resurrection of, of all of us on the, on the last day. So uh, uh, it's, it's appropriate, I suppose, that this verse talks about the sunset of our earthly life. And uh, the next stanza talks about the dawn of a yet more glorious day being the last day, the day of resurrection.
0: Now I say the reason it says the West is because it doesn't say the golden morning. Right, right. It says the golden evening. evening. Right. And in our world, the sun always sets in the West. Right. Okay. Stanza seven, please. Yes,
1: but lo, there breaks a yet more glorious day. The saints triumphant rise in bright array. The king of glory passes on his way. Alleluia, alleluia.
0: What does it mean, bright array? Well, we'll all be uh,
1: raised gloriously in glorified bodies in the resurrection. It'll be the same body that we, uh, that we had in, this, in, this, in, in our own day on this earth, but it'll be glorified in every way.
0: And mainly, what does array usually mean? Array, in bright array. That's uh, oh, I'm
1: trying to think of a.
0: a well, synonym. think of the parable of the wedding.
1: Okay. Oh, well, we'll have the we'll have the proper wedding
0: garment, I suppose. Exactly. And God won't look at us like He did that one man and said, "Where is your wedding garment?" Yeah. And he did not know. Yeah,
1: we'll be wearing his, we'll be wearing his robe of
0: righteousness that he's given us already in baptism. Exactly. That's the bright array. And it's interesting to note that the epistle for this week talks that we're going to be like Jesus in his risen body from the dead. Right? He was glorified. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't think we'll have all the characteristics. He could walk through walls and this kind of thing.
1: Right. No, we won't be equal to Jesus by any means.
0: Not not in that sense. Right. But, um, yes. All right. Please read stanza eight that begins with a triangle. From earth's wide bounds, from ocean's farthest
1: coast through gates of pearl, streams in the countless host, singing to Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Alleluia, alleluia.
0: And why the triangle?
1: Because that's a doxological verse. It speaks of all three persons of the Trinity
0: and gives them praise. Well said. So it doesn't matter where you have been born on earth or where you are in the ocean, but through gates of pearl. Where does that come from? Oh, oh it's, uh, it,
1: it describes uh, in, in, in Revelation, I'm pretty yes. sure, it, it
0: describes right. the,
1: the gates of heaven, all out of one pearl, right.
0: Yep, the gates of pearl streams in the countless host. And that, by the way, is what the old Well, not the Old Testament, but the Revelation reading talks about innumerable people in heaven. Thanks so much, Mark, for helping us with this great hymn for all the saints. Looking forward to singing it on Sunday for this special occasion. I'm Tom Baker. He was Mark Smith. God bless you.